Hello, friends, and welcome to Profoundish. I've got two questions for you today, everybody. One, who's better, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, or Kobe Bryant? And then two, if you could hire anybody to conduct a scary, spooky, haunted train attraction, who would you hire? I'm joined by Alex. My name's Weston. You're listening to Profoundish. notice this a little bit in the stuff that you do especially maybe if you rewatch jam and chats stuff where you're actually talking because i know a lot of the stuff you do is like music and singing so you're like thinking yeah. lyrics but if you go back and watch recordings of yourself talking candidly you start to pick up on your own mannerisms that you're you, you didn't realize you do like like the all right yeah all right all right all right oh i didn't realize i say all right all the time <laughs> You don't realize it until you record yourself and you're like watching yourself back. You're like, oh, oh, I really do. You know, it's funny. I've never really. So I've been told by people these different kind of random quips I have or little things I say. That's true. Um, But I've actually like I've never. The only things I've watched myself talk about have always been scripted. So I haven't seen it in myself, and I, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to go back and watch Jamma Chats, but I totally believe it's all there because <laughs> those are the only things that are unscripted, right? So, um, But it, you do get fixated on it, and then you notice how often you do these things. Do you have anything like that that people have pointed out to you, or have you caught yourself doing? That people have pointed out? I don't... I'm trying to think if anyone's pointed any out, because I think that would be really interesting. I don't know if I've had any pointed out. There's definitely things that I've noticed in recording myself because I do a lot more um, like just off the cuff talking all the time for the stuff that I do. And I don't remember what all it has been over the years that I've tried to adjust and change for. But like, you know, ums, likes, yeah, the typical stuff that people kind of do all the time for sure. Yeah, uh, I definitely realized at one point in time how much I like just uh, candidly would swear all the time. <laughs> so like I, I would cut back uh, on that for recordings. You know, you know that one. But um, that's funny. I uh, you're pretty good. And maybe it's because you've had a lot of time kind of just speaking off the cuff, like over the years with with your entertainment. You've you're really good. I, in my opinion, from when I listen like to your podcast, listen to a hasty podcast, everybody. But you don't really do a lot of ums unless you're really trying to think about something for a second. You're pretty good, at least from what I hear, with your ums and ers. So that's I, I kudos. I'm relatively well. Thank you. I'm relatively conscious about it because of how much I have listened to myself talk. So I'm relatively con. There are things that I do. I, I one of the things I do is interrupt myself a lot. I'll, I literally stop mid sentence and like will change course on a different thought. I interrupt myself a lot, or repeat myself a lot. I do that. Huh. Okay. Uh. Yeah. There's an um. I got one. <laughs> that wasn't even an um. That was an uh. Yeah, okay. Different category. That's a. Well, that, that actually, that is a different category in a way. So you have your filler words, which what I just did was definitely a filler word. But there are the ones that are like the sort of like, like quirk or or uh, um, tick words. I don't know where it's like um like you know um like um um like yeah. where you're just 
you know, filling in the space versus I feel like some words are meant to like when I did that long prolonged, uh, that was like my brain's processing, but I want you to know it. (laughs) You know what I mean? That was, that was not a subconscious, uh, that was a very like intentional. Okay. uh. Yeah. That you explained it well. I know what you mean. Cause I'll have those two, which are separate from my ums and errs. A lot of times for me, it, it there's a B in there. I go, and I'm like going yeah. through whatever in my head. For some reason, it's like almost burpy. It's um, right. But I was going to say, uh, I don't know about you. I've no, I the only things I noticed in myself, like different mannerisms and things, are when I. It's subconscious that I do it, but I end up taking things from other people. Um, for like a short period of time. So if I'm hanging out with like somebody for a while, like say I've got like there's a coworker that I work with a lot or something, and they have a particular quirk that they do or like a particular phrase they say, I will find myself over time. It's usually months. It's not like immediately. I don't go, oh, they say this and that's cool. I'm going to say it. Um, but it'll usually be p- pointed out to me. Like Steph's done that to me before. She's noticed that I said something that a coworker said because she knows the coworker too. Or I've caught it even in myself. And I will catch myself saying it, and I'll go, I don't usually say that. Why am I saying this now? And then I realize where it came from. And then I try to stop because I feel like I'm just being a copycat, <laughs> you know? And, and then it ends up going away. And then, but, it, but that happens to me quite often. Does that ever happen to you, or is that just a me thing? I feel like that's just how slang happens, yeah. right? Where you hear some new word being used, and you don't know anything about it, but then you slowly start trying to like incorporate it yourself almost subconsciously like yeet or lit. Oh God. One that I do a lot is dope. Dope. Do do we still Um, say that? Is that still in or is that out now? I don't know who I'm sure that's been out forever. No one says dope, but I say dope all the time. I think where someone's like, Oh yeah, I did that thing for you. So that's already done. And I'd be like, dope. I think we should bring, instead of like, we should bring back like (laughs) the, like the, 70s slang for dope for like pot i think we should uh bring that back like the old folks you 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 kids smoking dope we should you guys slinging the dope we should bring that back you guys lighting the dope you you got you you dope heads lit in here <laughs> smoking the grass holla 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 you kids you are you kids yeeting dope back there it's dude it's so bad <laughs> how far removed i am from some of these words like for a long time i wouldn't say the words but i was i still knew what they meant they were still younger than us but i knew what they meant you know and for example like i never got into fire like oh that's fire but like i knew it i know what fire right. means or or lit or all that stuff but now there are some that i have no idea what they mean until i inevitably google it or something <laughs> like an old fart <laughs> What does uh? What, I don't even think of a good. What's even a good example? I, I can't even think of an example. I now. still, it's been explained to me, but my brain refuses to grasp it. I still don't understand how to use the word "based." Yeah, but <laughs> doesn't for forgive me, everybody who is probably under twenty four and knows exactly what it means. <laughs> but like, doesn't that, to my knowledge, isn't it like that? Just means you're like, it's average. I think it. I don't know. 
because my brain wants to, wants to think that that means means the same thing as like basic, and it doesn't. That's that's not what it oh. is. But I think it means that you're like honest, like you <laughs> like you have a you have a thought don't. and you believe it, and you don't care what anyone else thinks, and that's based. I, or at least that's how I always see it, like on Twitter, where someone says a thing and it's something that would be like normally cancelable, but like you don't care because it's like, well, this is just the way it is. I'm not trying to make anyone happy. This is just the way it is based. Wow. Well, you have about like, see, I was so far off. I think, I don't know if I'm right. I, I just think that's what it I is. Think I, know, <laughs> I, don't I think know. I know when the shift happened, not when I stopped using the words, cause that was even longer ago, but the shift where I just kind of stopped really even trying to care. And then if I learn it, I learn it. If I don't, I don't. And I think the phrase for that turning point for me was cap or no cap. Or is it just no cap? Oh, yeah. I, uh, cap, it, can it be it, both? Cap means like lie, like liar or whatever. Right. So if you're not lying, no exactly, cap. no cap. Like if you're right. saying like, like we used to say honest, right? Like, right. oh yeah, I saw, I saw Jibby uh, throw Susie down the well. Honest. Right, right. Now you'd be like, no cap. I, I don't know the origins Susie's of that. Susie's in the well right now, no cap. <laughs> That's so weird. Um, But I don't, I don't even know where, yeah, where the, where the, origins come from from that but that for me was a turning point of like you know what i'm giving up this is it there's yeet all this i I just i don't know anymore and i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeet is one that i adopted late but it is kind of it it is a fun word to just yell when you chuck something yeet (laughs) (laughs) does anyone yell kobe when they throw things anymore like a basketball or is that over now no, you know, I thought about that Kobe. Um, a few days ago at work. Someone like threw a piece of trash in like the trash can, and I almost did. I didn't. Good I didn't say you. anything, but I almost said Kobe. You aged yourself. Or yeah. D for three. Right. right. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, this kid's not gonna have any idea what I'm talking. Well, he probably knows what who Kobe Bryant is because he's like a freaking basketball Hall of Famer or whatever. But like, still, it won't. I don't know. For a, I bet you it won't take too long because I mean, obviously he passed away a few years ago. Um, so for anyone right. young enough, I don't know, but people know who Michael Jordan is. I mean, I guess he's alive right. too, but it's also been way longer. Kobe was pretty big, but I don't know. Um, okay, here, here, here you go, Weston. Random question. Does this matter to you at all? Okay. I don't know. But between, <laughs> now, you you know, my limited sports knowledge, it's very, very limited. But between... It's okay, so is mine. <laughs> if you had to pick, I don't know how much you know about him at all, but between... Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan. Who would you say is your favorite? Or who's the best? That's the question everyone always has. They always say LeBron or Jordan, but I'll throw Kobe in there, can too. I say, can I say Le Kobe Jordan? Can I combine that all That literally three sounds like another basketball player. Chimera. <laughs> Le Kobe Jordan. They probably would Le be good. Le Kobe Jordan. Uh, It'd be amazing. The greatest thing that I've ever lived. Well, um Wait, 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 what were you asking me? Who's like the best of those three? <laughs> just in your, just in your random opinion, who's the best out of those three? And then, or and you know, favorite. I, I'm just going to have to go with the normie answer. I think it's the normie answer. I'm just going to go with Michael Jordan because he's famous. He, uh, like, he, we yeah. all know that all three of them have amazing statistics yep. to back up whatever you want to say. And you can say all kinds of things about how, like, maybe Michael Jordan was playing at a time where the competition was as stiff as, like, when Kobe was playing. Yeah, or, that's what they say whatever. A lot, yeah. you, you can make these, yeah, you can make these arguments back and forth. Um, I remember playing, uh, what was it called? It was called, like, Street Volume 2, that basketball game oh, or yeah. whatever. And you could get a team that was, like, three different Michael Jordans. <laughs> all right. 
I, I've never played a game where you could play as three different eras of Kobe or LeBron or literally anybody other than Michael Jordan. So I'm just going to go with Michael Jordan. I, I totally agree. And you actually were kind of bringing it to the point I was going to make where, yes, all three are incredible. But I don't think either of the other two had the same cultural impact that Michael Jordan had in the 90s. Because he, like, transcended basketball. He was everywhere. Um, like I remember, like I loved Michael Jordan and I never watched an ounce of basketball. I did watch a lot of, um, (laughs) Space Jam, but you know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like he was very synonymous with the nineties and pop culture. He was in a bunch of commercials and obviously he made it into movies and all that stuff. Uh, I just, I don't see quite the same impact culturally from the other two guys who, I know some people, just like you said, I I know technically there are some things that they do better or stats or whatever, but I don't know. I think overall impact, it's got to it's got to be Jordan. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah, I I'm I'm with you on that. I'm I'm going like Michael Jordan, household name. Everybody knows who that is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Is this the basketball episode? It's uh, no, it's not. <laughs> um, have you? <laughs> You know, you mentioned uh you mentioned Space Jam before. Yeah. Who was your who was your favorite Space Jam character? Mm-hmm. It's been so long. I don't know. That's kind of more just like asking me who like It's basically your favorite Looney yeah, Tunes character. Yeah, exactly. I've always loved the Martian dude. Marvin. Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. I think his name was Marvin. I think you're right. I think. Um I, I don't think I'm making that up. Did you ever see that movie? This is completely unrelated. There's that movie called My Favorite Martian. I don't remember what his name was. Did, that was live I action. think you that talked to me series. about this on the pod. Did I? I don't remember. Because that name sounds very familiar, and I think I only know it from you. I think. But I think it's a good movie. I think I recommend it. I think it came out in the 90s, <laughs> so I was young. <laughs> so I think it's good. I think I recommend it. What a wreck. I would say it's either <laughs> Marvin the Martian or I also loved uh he did he didn't have a big role but Tasmanian Devil. Always loved Tasmanian Devil too, especially when I was young. I love Taz I love Taz. Uh I had a Looney Tunes uh game. I don't remember what it was called, Time Busters or whatever, where one you could play it two players and one per- player could be uh, Bugs Bunny and one player could be Taz. And you couldn't stand them too close to each other cuz Taz would keep trying to eat Bugs Bunny. Like he'd like just start to bite <laughs> oh man at bugs idly so it was pretty funny but i i like playing as taz that's awesome this is a big old I, big old goof i'm staring at my um snes collection right now and i have a game that i played as a kid called i'm looking at it. it's called tasmania is what it's called I, i'll never forget this Ooh. and you play specifically as taz just him and it's like i don't even know how you describe the genre of the game basically you're just running down this road through these levels and you have to like eat birds and and just collect random things <laughs> and make it to the end without like getting hit by cars. And so eat Tweety. Yeah, you eat you basically eat Tweety over and over and over again. Uh, <laughs> it was actually really fun. I don't know if it's actually like it holds up and is a good game, but I loved it as a kid, and that's all that matters. It was made by made by if Sunsoft. You... Sunsoft. Oh, there's a name I haven't heard in. In an eon, I was gonna say, it's definitely been a while for me too. But yeah, in an age, in an age, just one age, yes, just one, just one. But oh, what <laughs> just an age, one age it was! 
<laughs> That's still one of my favorite things you've ever said. <laughs> what an age it was. If 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 we had to cosplay as Taz for Halloween, like as a Halloween costume, how would we do that? <laughs> we meaning like you and I are hopping in the same costume. <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Yeah, that's what it takes. <laughs> um, I think it'd be really funny if one of us was Tweety and one of us was Taz. Who's who? <sighs> Who's Tweety Bird? Who's a really long, tall, lanky Tweety Bird? Because Tweety Bird's this tiny little... If either one of us was trying to be Tweety Bird, I th- would more people realize we're being Tweety Bird or would more people <laughs> think we're Bird. a really bad version of Big, Big Bird? Big Bird and Taz. <laughs> that's such a... <laughs> that's that's a good point. Um, that's hilarious. I think tech. I mean, you, you are like taller than me, <clears throat> and I because Taz is kind of a short guy too. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like that'd be closer if I was Taz, I guess, and you were Tweety Bird. But yeah, you would just come off as a as Big Bird. How could you not? You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> no one would see a giant yellow bird and say, "Is that Tweety?" <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but I've actually done this when I've worked in an office. So, like, do you, are you familiar with that scene in the office where Jim goes to Halloween as a as three hole punch Jim? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. So it's just three hole punch Jim. It's super simple. You know, it's just it's it's early seasons Jim, so he's really just kind of chill, subdued. Doesn't you know? Doesn't say much. He's just kind of the cool guy. And he doesn't really want to dress up for Halloween, so he just takes three, he cuts out three circles in black construction paper and tapes it on his side, just three big circles, and then he's three-hole punch Jim. That's that's the, that's just a, it's not even really a funny thing in the show, it's just something he does, right? I've done that a few times at d- different work establishments I've been in, and no one has gotten it. And it's not like an obscure joke, it really isn't, I promise. It's three-hole punch Jim. <laughs> Um, for as much as everyone talks about, or it feels like it to me, how everyone's seen The Office like a zillion times through, I haven't. So I'm always like, I don't understand most of the references, yeah. just the really popular ones. But it seems like The Office is popular enough that somebody, like at least one person would have gotten well, it, right? I was about to say, there was one person who got it, and it was Steph. And that was awesome. And, and that was a moment. <laughs> That was early on, too. And then that was how you knew. That's how I knew. <laughs> she was the one. I won't ever forget this dude. Like, we were, <clears throat> this was like just our first or second date, and I found out she liked The Office, and I liked The Office. It's one of the few things that we both actually really love together, <laughs> and so we really <laughs> hold on to that. It's special, right? Um, and It's the only thing keeping you together. <laughs> it's the glue. Is The Office. Yes, that's basically what I just said. Uh, but so uh, <laughs> I said, I, I was being kind of, Playful, of course, but I said I could probably outsmart you in office trivia, you know, just kind of tongue in cheek and everything. And then we both went to trying to impress yeah, her. Well, you know, just kind of being playful. And then so we kind of agreed on our next date. I think this was literally date two, possibly three. Can't remember which one, but it was early on. And we both kind of came prepared to ask each other office questions. And I kicked her butt with it. That's all I'm going to say. Steph, if you're listening, I'm imagining I love you. you guys sit down. I imagine you guys sit down in in like on a couch. You both have like a sheet of paper, and you're like, "These are my top five trivia <laughs> questions about the office." I'm going to read to you. Uh, and then that was how your podcast right, was like, born. Hey, if we if we work out, we should start a podcast. Uh, that's good. 
Yeah, it's that was uh, that was quite the time. I uh, well, the the thing too that's interesting about that is that I've only seen The Office all the way through once, but I know so much about it. And here's the difference: she's seen it all the way through like four times, right? Like everybody says they have. The difference, and I know the difference because I've been with Steph for so long now. <laughs> we've seen so many things together. She does the things that most people do when they watch shows. It's not a bad thing, just something that people do, which is you get distracted. It's a bad thing. You leave it on. You, you <laughs> walk in. It, I, I, I do kind of think it's a bad thing, yeah, but I wasn't going to say it, but she'll walk into the kitchen. <laughs> I can say it. Or she'll look at her phone or whatever. And so that can that, for me, that's the only reason why I would think, because when I watch a show, I watch it. I don't look at my phone. If I'm going to step away for a second, I pause it, go away. So I'm absorbing every moment of it. You know, so that's just my theory. I don't know if it's true, but I feel like because I've because I've seen her watching habits, she gets really distracted and stuff. So I figured that's probably why (laughs) this based on the trivia part. I just usually know a lot more random things because my eyes are on the screen more. Well, yeah, because you're actually taking in more of the the details, whereas if you're like if you're checking your like, like your Twitter or whatever, while you're watching a show, yeah, you can hear the show going on. You get the gist. You know the main plot or the main idea of what's happening in the episode. But yeah, if you're not glued to the TV, you're gonna miss. You're going to miss the details, the yeah. hidden little like when one uh, one office worker in the background like looks up and gives a weird face to the guy who's actually giving the interview or what you know the yep. talking heads or whatever. Random stuff like that. I don't know if you're gonna miss that. Tell me, tell me if you'd uh. A- Tell me if I'm going to put put yourself in this situation and tell me if you would appreciate this okay. or if it's for you would be just kind of a waste of a conversation. <laughs> so when okay. I'm just curious, <laughs> when I go over to Steph's house and she's like been watching a show without me. Right. And we're not going to do much that night. And she wants to watch that show. I'll just hop in and just watch it with her. Like, I don't really care. Like, that's cool. Whatever. Um, unless it's like sure. a very particular show I want to watch. But, you know, I know you and I both don't really watch much shows anymore you know not like we used to not really and so i figured i I was curious your opinion on this what she'll always do i don't know why this is ranting about steph episode sorry honey um but (laughs) you're not ranting we're just talking about her where she's not here to defend herself (laughs) i like that that's a lot that's a lot better way to say it Uh, so she'll always break down um What's going on? So she's seven episodes into like a 12 episode show. Okay, that's pretty thick into a show. And she'll be like, I get that. Right. Okay. So she'll explain here. So here's what's going on. Here's what this character's doing. Here's what this character's doing. Here's what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You ready? Now, for me, I'm kind of like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. And she knows that I don't necessarily need her to tell me any of these things. I'm like, just let me watch the show because I'm not going to go back and watch it. If I catch on, I do. If I don't, I don't. I'm just here to spend time with you. And just if I catch on to the show, I do. Right. So, for me, I'd much rather just kind of hop into it blind. <laughs> like, just because I don't want to listen to this 30-minute synopsis of a show that I'm probably not going to go back and watch, which would be richer for me to do anyway, but I'm not going to do it. So let's just not waste this time and watch the show. Do you have an opinion on that, I'm, or does that not bother you? Uh, no, actually, I'm going to say I'm like Steph, maybe worse. So oh. what I do... Wow, okay. Is that, so I'm the guy, like, if you if you come in, I'm, like, watching a show or whatever, and you come in and sit down, like, hey, what you watching? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is episode 7 uh, uh, of 12 on whatever show. What I do, instead of giving you, like, a brief synopsis to get you running, 
I'll explain the show while the show's running. Oh. Like, oh, that character is this guy. In episode no. two, he X, Y, Z. Well, that matters because this, okay, that girl that just walked in, see, they've got a thing going. I'm the guy Dude, who talks terrible. over the episode that I'm actively watching for the first time to explain to you everything to catch you up to where I'm at. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's me. No, no. <laughs> uh, thank God we were never roommates. I would have hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, like if <laughs> I mean, I that can, sounded I can mean. not that do mean that. that but that's what mean. I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we weren't roommates. Actually, your TV habits would have made me kill I, you. I take it back, Weston. I'm still kind of glad because I couldn't live. I would be cleaning up after you, and I know that I would, and you know that I would too. So I, I kind of stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. That's that. that that's fair. Um, but I don't know. At the same time, so, I, I, I was trying to think of like, I was trying to go back and say something like, at the same time, if we did that and then we moved out, I'd be like, I, I missed the dishes. I missed the napkins everywhere. I, it gave, I did that it with gave Hayden. me something to do. It gave yeah. me a purpose. Right, exactly. I did do that with God, I have with so many dishes to do. But let's not talk about that. We already had that conversation. Oh, there's so many. Are, there are so, so many. Are they at least in your sink? most of them and then the ones that don't fit in the sink are on like on the counter next to the sink the reason for that is because i was running the dishwasher on a bunch of dishes or whatever and i don't know if i just didn't do enough soap or whatever they needed a second rinse so i ended up backed up on dishes and then i could hand wash some of the dishes but my drying space i don't have a lot of counter space so where i would put the dishes to dry isn't very big so you can really only reasonably do so many dishes at a time and i ended up with a bunch of pots and pans and stuff and I'm backed up. <laughs> He's backed up. I'm backed up. I'm backed up. It's a slow process. I, I got the old beep, beep, beep. Oh, man. I'm like backing up the semi here. Yeah, that just, is backing up. Good Lord. I'm backing up. Speaking of appliances, I here's a little update. So I think I mentioned a couple weeks yeah. ago that I, during our heat wave, I had, I had no AC in my house. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. You did. Okay. So that was pretty rough. I ended up getting it back for a week, and then we took a behind the curtain. Weston and I took a week off and didn't record. And during that week, Weston, I the entire week well, it was five days. But for five days, I had my AC went out again, and it they couldn't fix it. And I was miserable. It just like at night, it wasn't horrible. Like, I was able to open up the windows, and it cooled off enough to kind of get some air sure. moving. But just, you know, I, I work remotely a lot of the time, so I'm just stuck in this house. And I'm trying—I I borrowed fans from the office I work at, and I'm blowing them around everywhere. It was so bad. Well, I'm glad they finally—so what they decided to do, they, they fixed a bunch of stuff. They had to wait on a piece to come in to replace it. That didn't work. And the guy talked to my landlord, because I rent, and, she, and he said, listen— we probably need to replace this thing. This thing was installed in 1991. <laughs> it is over 30 <laughs> years old. I'm thinking, yeah. Is that your AC's older than I like, am? It's literally older than we are. It's like, it's probably time to get that done. And guess what? He replaced it, and I've had no issues since. And And I don't have to run the AC as hard for it to get cool. And I can guarantee I'm going to probably see at least a little bit of savings on my energy bill. At least I'm hoping so. So 
Well, yeah. Now that we're moving, I mean, we still, we've still got some time, but now that we're moving into the cooler part of the season where you're not going to be running it at all anyway. Right. That's true. Exactly. So I, um, I did want to say this really quick because I don't think I told you last week. I, that first time my AC went out and it was like still really, 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 really hot even at night. It was so bad that I couldn't feel any air move around unless I was standing directly under my ceiling fan. So what I did that night to sleep is I pulled my couch away from the wall, put it directly in the middle of the living room, and I had the fan going full blast. <laughs> and what I did right before bed is I hopped in the shower, got out. <laughs> I did it, dry myself off on purpose. And then I just didn't put on any clothes, so I was butt naked. <laughs> Leg on my couch, completely spread eagle, just letting the air just barely blow on me a little bit, just so I could feel cool for like five minutes. So if, if somebody would have broke in to the house, they would have turned around quick. Just a naked just guy. spread eagle out on the couch, wet. The guy's like, "Oh no, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad." Calls the police. I, uh, yeah, that that happened, and just I was laughing at myself at the visual. Like if somebody walked in right now, <laughs> uh, I had to do what I had to do. You know, that's that's the power move you should have done because you're on your couch. That's the one in the, in the living room, right? Yes. Just open up your like curtains or whatever to the outside world. Power move. <laughs> if if somebody wants to see, they see. <laughs> And I'll, I'll leave the TV on all night, so it just it's, there's there's a blue glow just on me. And I just, <laughs> oh, that'd be horrifying! So someone walks by, and the, the blue glow from the TV kind of make, like if it reflects off your skin because you're still like wet from the shower, right? <laughs> so you look like you're kind of glowing blue, naked on the couch, like an alien. It's That's like, what I'm just thinking. Like somebody would think like this is like yeah something like not human, something extraterrestrial <laughs> is going on. In that house, you know. There's some ectoplasm in that house, oh man. Gosh. That's not right, man. I had to share that with you, man. That it was just, a, that was just, I felt, it was one of those moments where even in the moment, I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever, yeah, one of, one of those moments where you're in your own home. There's no one around to judge you. You're your own man. You can do what you want. And you're, you, you can, you can sit completely naked in any room. That you want. It's true. But it's weird. But it's weird. <laughs> it, there's those weird random moments where you laugh at yourself and you just, you're looking at yourself and you even realize it's weird. Just like the story I, I've told on the pod and I've told you numerous times in various friend groups where I broke my studio light and it shattered into a million little pieces and I had to clean it up and I could yell whatever I wanted because nobody was home. Anything I wanted. I could have said the <laughs> worst words you could, could imagine and I just went, oh no! <laughs> 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 oh no and even then i just i thought oh my god and i cleaned it that's up. somehow weirdly more like endearing or like authentic or something where like just in your heart of hearts <laughs> you, you just you didn't have the time to be mad just disappointed right just oh no right and don't get me wrong you and i've talked about this too i i get the most angry not at people but at inanimate objects. Like, yeah. and I want to treat them like people and I want them to know, how, like I want them to have feelings like people do so I can tell them how much I hate them and how much I want to murder their family <laughs> or whatever, right? Like for some reason with objects, maybe it's because I know I have yeah. control over them. <laughs> I don't know. 
but uh, <laughs> yeah, those like make a me power mad. dynamic. It's a power thing. Yeah, exactly. I could say all these horrible things to this microphone that I want because it's not going to do anything to me. I will end you and your family. Oh, literally, those are the things I think. That's that's true. Yeah. Uh. Hey, Alex. Yes, sir. What is the best Halloween monster? The best. Um. I mean, just like just a Halloween monster. Just the best. Yep. You know, like you might see like somebody dressed up as or like in a classic Halloween movie, the best Halloween monster. I don't a monster. I mean, like I don't. Yeah. Monster, creature, entity, whatever. Uh, The best. I don't know. I don't know. Like because you, you mentioned like a Halloween costume and I think of like I'm thinking super traditional. This is super traditional, okay. and it's not even Love it. tied to Halloween, but I always think of, like, if I go traditional Halloween costumes, I think, like, Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. Um, like, people used to do that a lot. Okay. Uh, I love it. Here's a question. Would you hire him? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would. Let's see if you stick to your word as we move into the next segment of our show, where Alex will be... Hiring a bunch of classic Halloween monsters to perform a job. See you on the other side of the ad break. See you, folks. Profoundish is brought to you in part by hastilymadedecision.com. Get your poetry fix from my poetry blog featuring haiku, senryu, freeform stuff, and more. Again, that's hastilymadedecision.com for your poetry fix. Profoundish is brought to you in part by The Two Piece Podcast, a show where my significant other and I compare and contrast our top five lists on a variety of topics. Not only is it fun, but we also provide facts and trivia about our topics. Come laugh, learn, and listen to The Two Piece Podcast on your preferred platform of choice. Hello, friends, and welcome to the other side. (laughs) Insert like a crack of like thunder. <laughs> the other side. Right, yep. uh, we, <laughs> I have a, a bunch of potential um, um, new hires. All right, and they're all of the sort of classic Halloween monster variety. And Alex, you are in charge of hiring nine of these monsters to run a haunted train attraction. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Yo! Yes. So the idea is, you know, your customers, your patrons will be getting on this haunted train. There's things to eat. There are things to do. And you have to hire uh, monsters for these positions. I have, um, of course, we need a conductor who like runs the train and is in charge of the staff. We have an engineer who keeps the train running when things are maybe going wrong. We have a ticket taker who goes through and makes sure everyone that's on board is supposed to be there. Kind of a security kind of ticket taker kind of situation. We have a chef who's making the onboard uh, meals. We have the waiter that's bringing it out to everybody. We have a bartender because I, you know, those like classic like movies where you're like on a passenger train and there's like a bar and people are like in a smoke filled room or whatever. Yeah. I kind of just wanted to put a bartender on the train because I thought that'd be fun. And then a musician for entertainment. Could be a singer, could be playing a violin or something, whatever. Uh, a comedian telling jokes just to keep the mood light in time for 
a terror artist. This is a uh, an entertainer who's in charge of bringing the terror to the train, actually making it spooky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I like this. Okay, I, I just called that position terror because I didn't know what to call that position. Right. <laughs> well, I mean that's on the nose. So the monsters that you have that are applying for these jobs, there are 12 of them. And they are, they are all the classic variety that you might see uh, kids dressed up as for Halloween or something. We have a vampire, okay, that's a werewolf, a witch, a zombie, a mummy, the headless ho- horseman, Frankenstein's monster, a goblin, <laughs> the grim reaper, an alien, uh-huh. A ghost and a swamp monster. Oh boy! Okay, <laughs> I found um, a list online that of like like fifteen top uh, like Halloween monsters. I shaved three of them off to make it twelve instead. But uh, that's where these uh, choices come from. Everybody, I didn't just pick them out of nowhere. So if I am missing your favorite monster. Um, maybe say who what it is in yeah. a comment and then we'll add it next time yeah let us know we'd like <laughs> to know me yeah yeah all right and oh yeah there's another to rule. add to the mix there is another rule here of these 12 monsters hidden amongst them there is an imposter one of these monsters is not a monster but a monster in disguise in secret they are a monster hunter Oh, and they're looking to derail the train and defeat all the monsters. And if you accidentally hire the monster hunter, that will be the end of your monster train of this haunted train attraction. We don't need that. I will be using a random number generator to decide who that monster hunter is. And every couple of rounds, I will provide you the opportunity to ask a question to help narrow down who that monster hunter might be. Now, on that part, because that's a, that's a rule that we're kind of figuring out. How, how often is it? Every three now, you think? Like, what's... Every couple. <laughs> so, <laughs> does that mean two? Two. Okay, okay. <laughs> Every two. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, there is one also additional rule where after you pick a position that you want to fill, I will randomly tell you one monster that you can't pick that's right as like the sort of random chaos factor i like it okay cool these are rules that we've done before we've done this game a few times before yeah um any questions uh not for me i'm generating the monster hunter right now i know who it is fantastic for your first pick you don't get to ask any questions this is a complete shot in the dark what position would you like to fill first Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to do, I'm just going to kind of go in order from, I guess, what you have at the top here to the bottom. So I'm going to start with the conductor. Uh, conductor, perhaps the most important role yeah. of all. If you pick wrong on this, like if you pick something, somebody who just can't do the conducting, I don't know, the whole thing just falls apart. I will say, you can pick any monster, but you can't pick the vampire. Okay. Uh, I actually kind of had my eyes on her. Uh, let's see. What is really quick the 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 right below Frankenstein's monster? What's that again? Uh, that is a ghost. Oh, a ghost. Okay. A ghost. okay. 
ghost. So the conductor obviously does play a very important role on this train. Um, I definitely don't want the headless horseman. I want somebody who can see. So that's out. Uh, hmm. Who would be good at kind of <laughs> lead? You know, kind of leading. Mm, who has eyes? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> you know, I I don't know why I'm thinking this. I really can't tell you why, but I feel like Frankenstein's monster would be a good conductor. Um, I don't have a great explanation. I just feel like he he would be a good leader. He's a classic monster. I feel like he's a good representation of like the classic monsters, and I feel like he deserves that spot. I don't know. I feel like that's just your bias, Shelly, because I asked you, like, favorite, or, like, what's the best Halloween monster? You're like, Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) I did say that So, of course, you're going to give Frankenstein's monster the conductor role. Hey. Is that what you're going with? No one said I can't, you know, be uh, biased here. Yeah. I want want Frankenstein's. No, no one said that. You're in charge. I want him to be the conductor. Frankenstein's monster going to be a conductor. Choo-choo. Yeah. I like a choo-choo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, whatever that all song my, is. Uh, pictures moved around here. There we go. Yeah, what song is that? Yeah, you and I both yeah. are thinking of the same yeah. song. Yeah, it's got the isn't it like a weird country song? It's like a hip hop country song. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. song talking yeah. that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got Frankenstein's monster in as the conductor. Hopefully, it is not the monster hunter. I'm hoping not. After this, though, uh, I will allow you to, uh, to uh, ask your first question about who you think it might be. <clears throat> the, the, these are different things to ask questions on, too. Um, okay. Yeah, this is a very eclectic mix yeah this is it's not quite as easy i think to ask a question that can knock a bunch out so this is this is really good on your part i think i'm gonna say okay let's let's start with this this is gonna help me out a little bit um would you oh it's a yes or no question i was about to not make it a yes or no question do does the (laughs) imposter is the imposter undead that's a good question and i think that's probably one that i would have led off with as well the imposter is undead all right interesting okay that helps but will it help (laughs) enough You have eight more positions to fill. I do. And 11 monsters to fill them with. What role would you like to fill next? So I think I'm just going to stick with the engineer. Um, okay. Now, I'm I'm going to put... I'm going to stop you before oh, yeah. you go too far. The engineer cannot be the goblin. Okay, I don't want a goblin as my engineer. That's okay. <laughs> goblin can stay back. I think the engineer um, role would be best uh, suited with the with the alien. Um, oh, this I'm, I'm making the assumption. This is an assumption. Um, I, I haven't read his personal uh, 
employment history yet, but I'm just assuming that there is going to be some intelligence there. Um, perhaps intelligence that's just uncharted. I may not even know how smart this alien is. So I just feel like if I'm taking a gamble here, I'm going to pick the alien for that. I feel like that's a pretty smart move, actually. Like, you know, you're going with the maybe alien from outside space or whatever, knowing things we don't. Right. Maybe they've worked on some alien spacecraft. Maybe they know their way around a wrench or something. It's like a train. Maybe. No problem. You know, like, whatever. It's a train. I like to imagine this is the alien, though, that, like, beamed down, doesn't know how to run their spaceship, right? They're just, like, the YouTube Let's Player of aliens, right? They're like, I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> I, he, I just, I don't know. he makes you he makes youtube videos titled like i visited earth from seven or i visited earth for five days here's what happened and it's just like vlog <laughs> style <laughs> i spent five days on earth in all caps with the like open mouth hands on the side of the face you won't believe what big happened red, there's a big red circle and arrow pointing at earth in the uh, thumbnail that's yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> the third day will shock you. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're starting to get into like those, like those like shady website ads. You yeah. know what I mean? With those really <laughs> weird thumbnails that almost sometimes the thumbnails literally look pornographic if you look at it not close enough, and then it's not at all. But it looks like someone's like body part in like a really weird angle. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, you've got the body ones, or you've got the ones with numbers in them. It's like this one Earth trick will save you three hundred and forty-six dollars. <laughs> You're so good at like titling them. That's so funny. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> it's like I write them. It's my secret uh, night job. I, I write all. I write all of that. That'd the be kind of fun. Actually, titles that are terrible. <laughs> that would be fun. That's all me, baby. <laughs> All right, you've got the alien and engineer. What's the next role that you want to fill? I'm going to go and do, I guess, the, the ticket, ma- ticket master. Sorry, the ticket taker. Sure. I almost call the ticket taker role the ticket master. I almost did. I don't know if that's from something like a, like a movie, the ticket master. No, ticket master is just like the biggest brand in buying tickets. Like for anything. Oh, is it? Ticket master, okay. yeah. It's, there's a name for there's, this. Maybe you know the name. There's a few ticket ones. But like, it, it, it's kind of like... Um, like Kleenex, there's a name for this oh, in yeah. marketing or whatever. Where it's, where it's like we call it a Kleenex, but it's that's the brand. That's one it's brand. A tissue, yeah, right, it's tissue. Yeah, imagine if we actually stopped calling like tissues Kleenexes and actually started calling them. Uh, Alex, can you pass me a facial tissue, please? It's like no, I can get you a Kleenex, <laughs> um, and you hand me like a, a, a box of puffs. <laughs> Puffs. See, when you said puffs, I had to think about it for a second. I was thinking, what, like cheese puffs? What, what are you talking about? No, that's another brand right. of tissue. Yeah, because the commercials doesn't it have has the kid and he's always got the runny nose and it and he's, yeah the big little uh, well, that's not big but like his like red nose. Yeah. He's like got this massive head and he's like sniffling. Yep. Like, I require a tissue. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna do the ticket taker. Your ticket taker can be anybody, but it can't be the witch. Okay. So, once again, I guess I, sh- I should have asked you this. This is just a fun train ride for passengers to enjoy, but also be spooked on, right? It's a haunted train okay. attraction! So, we need I so- mean, at this point, it's kind of as fun or as spooky as you want it to be, kind of depending on how you pick your um, entertainment later, really, right. I guess. I'm wanting... Well, I'm actually going to be considering the ticket taker a little bit of entertainment, too. Because I- I'm picturing... Um, obviously, you-, you have... 
this kind of normal people hopping on this train ride. And I think their first their first main interaction is going to be with the ticket taker. So it needs to be that's true. Um, a monster who's got some personality, some pizzazz, some panache, if you will. So Ooh, that's a good word. But yeah, I like that word. But I don't know who it should be. Like I feel like it should be somebody who's once again who's got all those you know those flavors. The the witch could be fun, but you said I couldn't do the witch. Um, yeah. and I don't want it to be Took overly that one right away from you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't want it to be overly scary either, though, because that's going to be for terror. I think I'm trying to look at the other things I have to deal with here. So we got that. Okay, I think I'm going to do the vampire as the ticket taker. Okay. I think vampires. Are you sure? I am sure. I, I they're very classic. Uh, you know, just I, I feel like anyone could kind of, you know, respond, <laughs> respond a lot to to a vampire taking your ticket. You know, kind of doing like these lighthearted threats of like you know, like taking your blood and all that stuff. It's fun. It gets you. It gets you in the Halloween spooky spirit. Look at this delicious young thing. Have you remembered your ticket? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yep. And I'm sure it's not like going to put the t- I, I just, you know the vampire you know in the kitchen as the chef. Uh. Uh-uh. I, I, I say I think for me, if it were me, um, and I had no idea who the monster hunter is and blah blah blah, I feel like my go-to spot for the vampire would have been like the bartender because the oh. va- vampires always have that reputation of being very like like sultry or very um, charismatic or, you know, that kind of like position where they talk to people. That's a good point. I guess we both I mean, I'm not the... trying to take you away from Ticket Taker, but that was like where I felt like I wanted to put Vampire from like my own train. You know, it's funny because we both said the same reasons in terms of personality and stuff, but yeah, I picked a totally different spot for it. I kind of, I'll figure something out for Bartender. <laughs> we'll figure this out. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, do whatever you want. Well, because if you take the vampire out, because, I mean, I could have always, like, drew a random number and you could have just not been able to do one or the yeah. other. I think my other bartender options, like the witch, or I think a goblin would be hilarious. Yeah. Or, like, you've got options. I know, like, with Frankenstein's monster that you made conductor, that was actually my pick for ticket taker. I just like the idea of Frankenstein's oh, monster yeah. going around. He's big, imposing. He just kind of sticks his hand out and he's like, uh, ticket. Need a ticket, please. <laughs> ticket. Yeah. I like, please. I, like, I like that. I do like that. But uh, this is your train, not mine. So Frankenstein's monster sits in the conductor's role, the alien and the engineer, and the vampire in your ticket taker role. You have the opportunity to ask a second yes or no question to help discern the identity of the monster hunter. So I asked remaining nine. I asked you if they're undead, and you said yes. Um, yes. So, okay, let me ask this. Okay. Are they, Are th- is this undead imposter of flesh of some kind? Like, are they, like, tangible? You know what I'm trying to ask? Like they're, I they're, do, they're physical. and they are. Oh boy. They are in fact tangible. Okay. And fleshy. Fleshy. Okay, okay. Fleshy. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. To me, I think I've boiled it down. Now I'm starting to wonder about what this Grim Reaper's all about. 
I don't know how I classify the Grim Reaper. But I'm looking at the zombie and the mummy, thinking it's one of these two. But now I'm not, I just saw the Grim Reaper, and I'm wondering, is the Grim Reaper, you don't have to answer this, of course, but is the Grim Reaper undead? <laughs> Would you consider it undead? I don't know. Okay, I'm thinking about it. All right, I might have to just leave him out just in case. All right. What's your next position? Oh, yeah, I pick. Okay. That you're going to fill. I guess I'm going to go <laughs> with the chef here. Yeah, the chef. The chef can be anybody, but it cannot be the ghost. Okay. So the chef is somebody who's going to be kind of out in the back. They're not going to be out facing the public very much, um, at least to my knowledge, because the waiter is going to be taking the food out to the, the people. So I think it would be pretty difficult. Well, actually, wait a second. Really quick, Hold the is, phone. is this is this train only going at night, or is it going during the day too? This is crucial information to me. Um, I suppose as the owner and operator of the train, I guess it's kind of up to you. I imagine that it'd be spookier at night, so probably night, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm thinking, I'm thinking the werewolf, and let me explain why. All right. Oh. So oh, I'm thinking the werewolf because. This guy's probably pretty self-conscious, you know, it's midnight, <laughs> full moon, he's turning into a wolf, he doesn't need to be out facing people, you know, and, but he's still, but a monster's gotta have a job, right, and I feel like, you know, he needs to be transparent about this, like, hey, listen, when it's midnight and a full moon, I'm gonna turn into a werewolf, or is this always a werewolf, or does that not matter to you? I just wanna make sure um, I'm doing this right. This is like just whatever you imagine the classic werewolf would okay. be, which probably is like full moon out and about. Yeah. So fur man. I uh yeah, you know, I'm gonna put the I'm doing this under the implications that he's not always full moon fur man, that like when it's daytime, he's just a man again. So right. I think what we're gonna do in this particular case is he's gonna do a lot of his cooking in the kind of in the in the daytime. And then when it's when it's nighttime, maybe he can just kind of rummage around the kitchen as a beast man and see what trouble he can cause. So I'm going to throw him as the chef, believe it or not. Just in case he has any shame. <laughs> the werewolf in the role of chef. That's probably not a bad spot in case he has any shame. I, I'm thinking more pragmatically, like, you know, if he's not like always a werewolf like maybe it's not a full moon then he's just some guy now he's just some guy in the kitchen just some guy in the kitchen and it'd be nice to kind of have somebody somebody kind of on board this train who's just not completely a monster all the time <laughs> you know so i get it i get it i think i could get down with that yeah. i think i'm there with you cool so am I picking what again? What is the next? Okay. You're picking again. What's okay. the next rule? Um, I'm just going to keep going down the list here. So the chef, the, the werewolf was making this food, but the food needs to be taken out to our lovely patrons, and I'm going to pick the waiter now. For the waiter, you can pick anybody, but you cannot pick the ghost again. Really? Okay. That's I okay. rolled the ghost again. I've got... <laughs> I've got plans for the ghost, so I might that that's, I might be okay. So the waiter, once again, we're talking personality. They're going to be, just like the bartender, like you mentioned, a lot of customer-facing. You know, it's important to entertain and, and to tend to 
these people, who's going to be accommodating of that with the goblin? That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> um, imagine a goblin coming out and giving you your, you know, your, I can't think of any food right now, like literally any, your spinach your artichoke dip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the witch would be good too. I don't know. The witch <laughs> Just the dip, a- nothing to dip into it. I don't know. You know, I want to wait with the goblin, though, because I think the goblin's going to be in a really awesome spot that I don't <laughs> want to put there. So I think, oh, you know what? We need efficiency if you're a waiter. We need efficiency. Okay. Speed, get people in and out, um, and get people their food as quickly as you can. I'm going to give it to the Headless Horseman. I think the Headless Horseman, now we're going to have to have a big train for this to fit a horse in there, but he's going to be able to run around nice and quick. And if anybody wants a little uh, little pumpkin flavoring, he can add his own little pumpkin flavoring because, you know, his head's a pumpkin. So, a little extra <laughs> think He's going to scoop out bits of his pumpkin brain yeah. on the people's food. That's so spooky, you know what I mean? It's like, you want some pumpkin? <laughs> he just scoops it out and all the kids, <laughs> oh, look what he did, Dad! You know, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, so, he's, he, his head, he scooped his own head onto my food. He scooped his own head! Yeah, that's what I'm... Uh, doing headless horseman as the waiter because he'd be fun i think he'd be okay fun. and he's efficient he's got the horse he's he's going quick he's got the horse and i guess like if there's a lot of food that needs to go out maybe they can team up like the that he gets off the horse and the horse helps wait the food yeah. <laughs> well i was i was actually thinking like a really nice this is something that i would invest in of course since it's my train but like a nice saddle that it can kind of like house a lot of stuff on the sides or something like the saddle has its own like side trays yeah, exactly. that like stick out you put stuff on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know how that works like mechanically, but yes. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. I will allow you another question to help discern the identity of the monster hunter. <sighs> okay, so I'm stuck really between the zombie and the mummy. Um Okay. How do I ask this question? Because I was about to... uh, Hmm. Hmm. Things that make you go... hmm. Things that make you go... Hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know how else to ask this. (laughs) Um, Can... Does does the... Can the un... Okay. Okay. Oh, did the imposter be get, how do I how do I ask this? Was the imposter a, infected prior to being what they are now? Like like they or or meaning they were just a human and then they became infected. That's my question. No. Okay. So I believe I could be wrong, but I think the imposter is going to be the uh, the mummy. But I guess we can wait and see. Um. Okay. Can I vote for the bartender now? You can the bartender. If you want to fill the bartender role next, it can be anybody, but it cannot be the goblin. Okay, that's still okay. Um, I think for the bartender. I want it to be I want it to be the witch. 
I think Ooh, I like that. I, I like that. I think the witch would be a really good bartender. I think she'd like if this is a family, like families coming in here. I think she'd kind of be a little kind of like flirty with the dads. Not like not like super sexual flirty, <laughs> but just kind of like and for you, handsome. And she's got like her cauldron and you know, and she's like pouring, making drinks out of it and stuff. I just think that'd be really great. I don't know why I can't select the witch again. She's stuck there permanently. That's but okay. yeah, I, I was thinking more like, you know, the witch would have like her cauldron of yeah. drinks to try. But I, I like I, how you're like, oh, yeah, if this were a family thing, she'd be flirting with the dads. Yeah. And, and I said, like, yeah, eat the cauldron. <laughs> and I could see her like, even if it's just one cauldron, like for like this popular drink that they're serving, like she can just literally like dip a cup in the cauldron. It's got bubbling water or, or bubbling whatever's in there, you know, and then here you go. Or bubbling like tonic water. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right, what's the next role that you want to fill? We're going in order here. I guess I'm going to do something close to my heart, the musician. The musician could be anybody, but it cannot be the swamp monster. Okay. Oh, I forgot about the swamp monster. Um, Swamp monster. The swamp For everybody at home, there is the mummy, the zombie, the grim reaper, the goblin, the swamp monster, and the ghost remaining. I... Who would be the best at... Singing or playing an instrument or something musical. I think I just figured it out. Well, I don't know, though. I don't know, because <laughs> let me let me talk to you th- about my process. So, Tell me about your process. I'm going to keep, so I'm not going to talk about the goblin yet, because I'm really proud of it and happy about that one, but the ghost. Okay. So I initially wanted yeah. the ghost to be the terror. However, the ghost would also be a good musician, especially around all the other ones I currently have at my disposal. Um, because I, I'm picturing like very traditional, ooh, you know, like in the old cartoons or whatever, ghost or ooing. Um, and I just feel like that would be good, but like a zombie Imagine is not... Imagine an acapella ghost that just oozes yeah. all the sounds. Exactly. That'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you know what actually would probably kind of sound like those um, onom- uh, automatron? No, what's it, not automatron. What are they called? The wow! Uh, they squeeze their face and they got like these long things... Do you know what I'm talking about at uh, all? I think I know what you're talking about. The weird like electrical box thing. They're usually spherical. It's like a weird fi- it's like a weird spherical thing and then there's a big um f- it's like a fretboard on a guitar. It's like a board above it and then like you can slide your finger across it to hit the different notes. But it is like yeah. It's like it's like the noise has come from like your touch. It's like haptic feedback sort of thing. And then like it, it like it vibrates a little bit and then like it makes a noise. It's weird. But I think they're called animatrons, animatrons, something like that. Anyway, that's what I picked something for that, like that. that noise. Uh, automatone. Automatone, okay. Automat- that, the automatones are the, like, the, yeah, like the giant, um, like the shape of, like, a note or whatever. Right. And it's got, like, the mouth on the bottom or whatever. Those are really popular. Because um, a lot of them put, like, faces on the bottom where the little sphere is. Right, yep. I, I actually have one somewhere. I always wanted to do like a YouTube cover of just those. Just recorded a bunch of times, do the different notes. I thought that'd be fun. Um okay. For musician, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with it because I think I'll 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 reorganize for terror. So I'm gonna put the ghost in musician. I think that would be really funny. 
I think people would not expect it. You see this floating ghost-like <laughs> figure just going, you know, and now Billy Joel. And then it's... You know, just singing all these, you know, this classic 80s songs. I think it'd be great. You know, it's funny. It's like, I feel like of everything left here, I would have, like, Ghost, I think, is the best option. But I would have just assumed they would have been singing in their own voice, just ghostly. But I I like how you're like, no, they can't even talk. They're just ooing. Yeah, they're just ooing. Every song. But they're like popular melodies, so people know what they are. That's great. All right, yeah, five monsters left. Two rolls and one more question to try to discern the identity of the monster hunter. What is your final question? I guess, honestly, my final question is, I'm just going to be very specific, is the imposter wrapped up in, like, white bandages? No. What? Thank God I asked that question. It has dun dun dun. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank God I asked that because, oh my gosh, that kind of blew my mind. So it's clearly, um, uh, the Grim Reaper. So I got to Crap! I was going to use him as the terror. Thank God I asked that. Sorry, I'm like I'm processing all of this right now. Um, okay. I guess I'm gonna. <laughs> pick the comedian do we need to go through do we need to go through what your uh questions were do you need a reminder on what you've asked yeah what did i what did i ask yeah you asked if they're undead okay and they are yeah you asked if they're tangible or fleshy and they are you asked if uh they are infected they are not and you asked if they're wrapped up in white and they are not okay yeah Got it. Okay. What's the next role you'd like to fill? There's the comedian and the terror remaining. Um, I'll do the comedian. Comedian can be anybody, but it cannot be. Uh, one. It cannot Please. be the Grim Reaper. Oh, thank God. Okay, I thought you were gonna say the Goblin. The Goblin is gonna be the comedian. <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been sitting on this the whole time. It's going to be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I can just yeah, imagine can him walking around. Hey, what are you looking at, kid? He, he's like the, he's the, um, that's how I picture him talking for some reason. You know what? Um, when I'm picturing the goblin, I'm just picturing like a, this is tall in this picture, but I'm picturing like those goblin looking things in Harry Potter. I know those are really short, yeah. um, but like I'm picturing his kind of face, but like this tall. Hey, what are you looking at? And I... And uh, you want to hear a funny joke? And I feel <laughs> your like face. <laughs> I feel like they they're they're kind of like heckler kind of comedians. So like they'll like heckle yeah. the crowd a lot. Like hey hey dad you 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 bring enough room for two or whatever you know just just weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. That's all I. Hey I, dad, I think, did you bring enough room for two? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know either. But it's I I'm I'm offended. I feel like I need to hide my wife and kids. Right. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I think he'd be really good. I think he'd be a little uncomfortable for families, but I think that makes it even funnier. <laughs> I love it. And that means your final role to fill is the terror. And that can be anybody, but it cannot be Roland Roland. It cannot be the mummy. Dang. Okay, you know what? I think I'm just going to go ahead. This isn't my... I don't know. I probably wouldn't be in my first choice, but now it kind of has to be. 
because I'm I don't think the swamp monster needs to go there. I think people would be pretty effect like pretty affected by the zombie. So I I'm gonna do the zombie. You're gonna do the zombie. I'm gonna do the zombie. You know, zombies are very in general in these days, and I just feel like that would freak people out. You know, like guys, listen, don't freak out. But in the back, in the back room, the you know they can they can tell this whole story, right? It's like some somebody was bitten and they were or or something. You know, they had this weird rash on their arm and they've been acting kind of strange lately. I don't know where they and you know then all of a sudden later on there's a little outbreak with a zombie. You know, they could paint this whole picture and really kind of play into it. So yeah, I like the idea too that maybe there's like other like fake corpses throughout the train or whatever, and the zombie is oh, definitely yeah. one of them, just hanging out lifelessly. And people have probably been walking by it, looking at it, taking pictures of it, or the entire oh, time. Yeah. And everyone's just oh, it's dead. And then like halfway through the ride or at some point, it starts moving, spooking people, disappearing. Yeah, and it should be like a long game. Like it's it's twitching and moving a little bit for like. 30 to 45 minutes. So just every once in a while, if, while people are eat, eating their dinner, they kind of look and they see this little leg twitch. And, Did that thing just move? It's like, no, it couldn't have moved, right? And at first, that's creepy, but then people get used to it and kind of forget yes. about it. And then it happens, yeah. That's awesome. And, and then it happens. Oh, yeah. You've got all of your positions assigned. I will allow, before we finish, one switch if you want to switch any two people in positions or you know fire somebody and bring someone on instead so far you have as your conductor the frankenstein's monster the engineer the alien the ticket taker the uh vampire rather the chef is a werewolf the waiter is the headless horseman the bartender is the witch the musician is the ghost the comedian is the goblin and the terror is the zombie with the mummy, the Grim Reaper, and the Swamp Thing um, on the sidelines. Would you like to switch any one of those? God, to be honest, I ended up kind of liking how this ended up. So, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, I, then, I, like, I like this. With that, what will you name your train attraction? So, it's got to be, I was already thinking about this, it's got to be... It ha- just just per just per uh, tradition, it has to be some sort of alliteration going on. Um, of course, so, of course. It, so it's the something train. I just saw um, somebody from some Disney show staring at me a second ago. Uh, oh yeah, I've got it's all the same doc. Like these are the previous games. <laughs> oh, I got you. Um, also, I didn't see anyone from Disney. That was Penny. Okay, so <laughs> train. What are some good words for like spooky? I mean, I guess you could say like terrifying. That that's that T word. The terrifying. Ooh, I like traumatizing too. The traumatizing train of blank. The traumatizing train of horrors. That'd be kind of good. Uh, traumatizing train. The traumatizing train of terror. Oh, you could do terror. Of, the traumatizing train of, of terror. Tribulation. Of, uh, uh, um, I think uh, I might. I don't know. I think I kind of like the traumatizing train of terror. The traumatizing train of terror. The traumatizing train of terror. And then it can just be, you know, um, colon, prepare to be traumatized. <laughs> and so on the inaugural launch of the train. 
All the new hires board the train, take their roles. Patrons come on board. The train takes off. But by dawn, when it returns and you go to board your own train, you find that all of your monsters have been slain by the monster slayer, who was, in fact, the entire time, the headless horseman. Oh my god, are you serious? Yes, he's undead. Ah! Um, At least in some legends, he's believed to be a decapitated um, Hessian soldier. He's undead. He's tangible and fleshy. He's uh, not infected with anything, and he's uh, not wrapped up in anything. The Headless Horseman was the monster hunter the entire time. You gave me literal multiple chances. You reread my questions (laughs) to me. You you gave me a chance to swap. Uh, Dang, that was good, man. I didn't even think of... I just... You're right, though. Like, I can't even argue that. He's definitely undead. Uh, there dang are it. some variations of the story where he's like a demon or a, technically a fairy of some kind, but like not human necessarily. Right. But um, the one that I'm more familiar with is that he's a, a decapitated human. So that's where I went with for undead for him. Well, according to what you just said, though, we we did have one successful night of, of terror still. <laughs> one successful night of pure terror as your customers looked on in horror as the headless horseman started chopping down all the different monsters maybe they just thought it was part of the train. act yeah maybe uh, until they got home they're like i think this fake blood isn't fake yeah, it's like i don't know should we call the police or i'm like what's going on i'm covered in viscera right now and i'm kind of <laughs> grossed out that was the traumatizing train of terror. Traumatizing indeed. Yeah, no kidding. That was good. You get that that was the first time that we uh the imposter made it on. Yeah, this is the first time. And it won't be the last. Dun bum, dun bum, dun. Bum. Anyway, we're running along in the tooth. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Profoundish. We are Profoundish. You're listening to us either on, like, Spotify or, like, YouTube or... We're on Apple, aren't we? We're around. Mm -hmm. Give us those five stars, those likes. Give us a comment. Follow us on the the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok, at ProfoundishPod. Alex, where can we find you? You can find me at AlexDuquette.net. You can see everything I do there. I do a lot of music stuff. Uh, so check it out. I do medleys where I take a bunch of theme songs and put them together into one song. Um, what's When is this episode coming out, by the way? The 8th of October. 8th of October. So as of the, as of the time of listening to this, you should listen to my horror movie theme songs medley. It just dropped. Um, a little bit different Ooh. from what I usually do. But if you're into horror movie flicks, scary movies, listen to that. It's a lot of iconic songs. So... That's my little shout-out. Listen to my horror movie medley. Weston, what about you? No, I'm looking forward to it. You can find me. I've got a website, westonhasty.com. But for the most part, a lot of the things that I've been doing here lately are video game-related. You can follow my YouTube channel. It's called Magic Man Mo. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of random, like, Flash games and Internet games uh, on the channel lately. So if you want some nostalgia trips of me playing some old games that you may or may not have played from like, I don't know, the early 2000s or something. Uh, check that out. That sounds good. Yeah. But like I said, that's been our show. Thank you for listening. And until next time. All, all right. right.